Oh, these are lovely big oranges you've got there, love. Oh, thanks, yeah, they're nice, aren't they? How much? Is the price right on this one, love? Yeah, I think so. Five pounds for a wooden spoon. Yeah, it's just quality, so worth the price. Okay, okay darling, you're all tilled up there. You be paying in pounds or Bitcoin, pet? Uh, pounds or what, sorry? You be paying in pounds or Bitcoin, pet? I have no idea what this lovely lady's talking about. Bitcoins? What on earth are they? Let's get jumped in. It's Kev on Earth. It's Kevin You've on Earth. You've got to figure things out sometimes on your own. It's Kev on Earth. It's Kev on Earth. It's Kev on Earth. Right, Bitcoins. So before we look at what they are, let's try and understand the power of them a little bit. To illustrate that, I'm going to I'm going to chat to you about a fella called Mr. Smith, which is coincidentally the name of my first headmaster, who who really had it in for me. Um, but this is a this is a totally different guy. This chap was working in encryption, <clears throat> whatever that is, maybe one for a later episode actually, in Silicon Valley in 2009. Now, Mr. Smith, despite reaching the heights of Silicon Valley, wasn't wasn't satisfied. He couldn't become satisfied. He always wanted more. Sat one day in his squeaky clean brand new cafe in his office building he he overheard two intellectual chaps talking about bitcoin as he took a sip from his americana he slipped his parker pen out of his breast pocket unfolded a napkin and wrote the name bitcoins down he then crisply folded the napkin back up back into the breast pocket and sprinted upstairs to his computer in his office he went on to spend $3,000, so what, £2,400 on Bitcoin at the time, not a huge amount, which is now today worth $676 million. Crikey, what a thing. He's now cashed those out and he's floating through life like a feather. I've got to say, Silicon Valley at that time really was the place to be. It was the gold rush of our time. But the point is, banks, governments, software companies are all over these. So what are they? The best way to think about Bitcoins is that nowadays money exists mostly online. There are still some, some old dears using metal coins and notes, but in general, the wave is moving towards electronic money. So whether you're out buying on your Apple Pay, Google Pay, debit card, you're now buying it not using physical money. It's all in zeros and ones. It's being managed online. The money you think of today, whether pounds or dollars, is all government issued and controlled by the banks. They have transparency into what you're buying, whether it's a can of Pilsner, a foie gras toasty, or that overpriced wooden spoon that I'm about to buy. It's all recorded in a centralized system, a hub controlled by the banks. This means they know what's going on with the currency and even in your accounts. And that knowing of what's going on is what we call a ledger. And to date as a system, that's worked. And that's why we have used the banks. Cryptocurrencies, however, are not the same at all. They're not issued by governments and they're not controlled by banks. But like any form of currency, they need to have their own way of knowing what's going on. They need their own version of a ledger. And that own version of a ledger to keep eyes on what's going on is what they call the blockchain. And the blockchain sounds abstract, but just think of it as the bank's ledger. In reality, it's a string of letters and numbers which record in detail the transactions happening on Bitcoin. Now, where in a bank you have the traditional ledger, which would have to be audited, which is easy because it's all centralized in one place, you also need the same on Bitcoin. But as it's not centralized, 
it does need a different approach. But the importance of auditing and providing those checks and balances to confirm and ratify the information within it is equally as important. So that version of auditing is done by something in Bitcoin called Bitcoin mining. And it's the equivalent of a bank auditing, both for checking the info, either within the ledger or the blockchain. Blockchains work by individuals across the globe mining Bitcoin. What that means in reality, it means that they're analyzing blocks of data and making sure that the letter and number and the combination which they make up within these transactions or, or within these data matches that which is being seen in the blockchain. It's, it's essentially people are sitting around solving the puzzle and ratifying the data. Once they're able to compare the letter and number combinations within the data that they're seeing and match it into the blockchain, they can then say with certainty that they correspond. And this is the only time that that transaction has happened across the blockchain. That providing of that check, much like a, a wee fellow with a pen and paper in a bank, is crucial. But the question is, why do these people give two hoots? Why are they doing this? Why are they sitting around confirming these transactions? Well, they get paid. And guess what they get paid with? That's right, Bitcoin. What a stunning system. The reason it's stunning is because it means that they're incentivized to keep the auditing going and keep the currency healthy for their own benefit. They provide the checks because they want it to work. If they didn't, it wouldn't. And all that's done without the need for a centralized government or a bank sitting in the middle. And that's why it's called decentralized. You might be thinking to yourself, well, well, Kev, what's the point? And I'd say, I'll tell you the point. There's some fairly sound reasons. Number one, you don't have to pay someone to sit in the middle managing the money. So the transaction fees are actually lower. There's no middleman. It's self-maintained. Two, it's easier to do international transactions. There's no extra charges, no complication with exchange rates. That makes it easier to do business. Think of it like the euro for the world. And lastly, it's completely anonymized. You could ask yourself why people should know what you're buying or how much you have. Bitcoin can keep all that information stum. This anonymized element runs through Bitcoin. The people who do the mining are anonymized. Even the chap who came up with it, a fellow called Satoshi Nakamoto. That's not his real name. It's a pseudonym, a non de plume. I can't say for sure, but I imagine it's likely that the people we see doing this are very different to the bankers today. A suit for a T-shirt and an all-expensive paid slap-up steak lunch for a dairy dunker in your living room. And that's Bitcoins in a nutshell, a fully decentralized financial system. There we go. A complicated problem made uncomplicated. Thanks very much for joining me on Kev on Earth. Look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers. Sorry, do you mind if I take this spoon back?